0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, the Feast of Christ the King is really meant to be a day that looks forward to the coming eternal reign of Christ. The time when all knees will bend at the name above every name, Jesus Christ. That's why the feast falls on the very last day of the church calendar. We're reminded that the church's future, and the church's one hope, is that Christ is King. But we don't want to make the mistake of believing that Christ is not king right now, right? He's not like some King Arthur, right? If you remember the myth on King Arthur's tomb, there's an inscription that says, the once and future king, the one who has reigned and the one who will come again to reign again. No, what we say is that Jesus is the alpha and the omega, the once, the present, and the future king, and Christ is reigning now. Christ's kingdom is present now. And the understanding of that present kingdom is at the center of our gospel this morning. Pilate wants to know if Jesus believes himself to be a king. For Pilate, the interrogation, the whole trial, it's simply a somewhat of a curiosity, right? It's an unserious spectacle to him. Pilate talks to Jesus like a child or worse, like a mental case, right? How could this man be led up to the governor's headquarters in chains, claim to be a king. Jesus is just an oddity. He's no serious threat. And so sarcastically, Pilate asked Jesus if he is the king of the Jews. But in Pilate's sarcasm, the real truth is revealed to us. Jesus is the king of the Jews, but not the Jews only, all of humanity and all of creation. Jesus says to Pilate, My kingdom is not from this world. If my kingdom were from this world, my followers would be fighting to keep me from being handed over to the Jews. But as it is, my kingdom is not from here. Right, And we notice that Jesus says, my kingdom is. He does not say my kingdom was or my kingdom will be, but my kingdom is. Christ's kingdom is a present and current reality. And this is why throughout the Gospels, Jesus says the kingdom is at hand. At hand means it's near you, right? It literally means to be in front of your face. In this kingdom of God or kingdom of heaven, as it's used in Matthew, it's a phrase that's used well over a hundred times in the New Testament. But there's something presently important that Christ is bringing to us that he has called his kingdom. In our Gospel, He says that this kingdom is not from this world in other words its origins are not from this world he says that having a different origin means that it does not look like the kingdoms of this world look these kingdoms use force and violence to accomplish their goals right and so we know that the kingdom is not a physical domain there are no geographic boundaries to the kingdom of christ like there was a Roman Empire or a United Kingdom or a state of Ohio or whatever. The kingdom of God is not about geography. Instead, there's a long understanding in the church to understand that Christ himself is the kingdom. Christ is king and Christ is kingdom. In fact, the early church had a word for this, that Christ was the basileia. This means that Christ... It's a self-kingdom christ in his very presence and his very being establishes the kingdom of god that is to say wherever christ is there can be no higher power wherever christ is all other forces are subject to him where christ is god unquestionably reigns above all else so throughout the gospels we see people and things fall subject to the true king sinners repent and they reunite with god illness is cast away demons are sent away in judgment the dead are raised lies are corrected sins are forgiven because the kingdom was at hand christ reigns christ is truly in control christ is in control and that is where our faith has to intersect our confessions because we're asked right now to believe that God's kingdom is here God's kingdom is at hand and that's a difficult leap to take we believe that though it is yet not apparent and everything external in this world that in fact Christ is in control the hymn this is my father's world speaks to this you'll remember the verses this is my father's world oh let me never forget that though the wrong seems off so strong God is the ruler yet. This is my father's world. Why should my heart be sad? The Lord is king. Let the heavens reign. God reigns. Let the earth be glad. Though the wrong seems off so strong in this world, we confess that Christ is still king. Christ is king. Though everything seems so wrong in this world, just as Christ was king as he stood before Pilate, When he was crowned with a crown of thorns on the cross. There's no circumstance in our lives. There's no circumstance in this world in which Christ is not king. And yet we resist the idea that the kingdom looks like a geographic kingdom. Right? In the Gospel of Luke, Jesus says the kingdom of God is within you. In other words, Christ Himself is in you, and He is with you. And because wherever Christ is, there's the kingdom. And so if Christ is in you, you are in his kingdom. And the kingdom of God is an internal kingdom that reaches out into the external world. The kingdom becomes apparent in our faith that Christ is with us. The kingdom becomes visible when we forgive those who trespass against us. It becomes seen when we love our neighbors. The kingdom takes on tangible form when we live and hope in a world that has so much wrong. The kingdom shines like a city on a hill when we receive the forgiveness of our sins and when we live in this world like a new creation. The feast of Christ the King is not an old celebration as far as church holy days goes. The feast actually began in 1925 under the direction of Pope Pius XI. And it wasn't even really celebrated in Lutheran churches until about 1970. But in 1925, the Pope established this day, really in the wake of the destruction of the First World War, so many Christians had been asked to kill other Christians. A whole generation of men suffered through the consequences of that war. Millions of families lived with the grief of losing husbands and fathers, sons, brothers, to a war that accomplished nearly nothing. And so this feast was brought to the church to be a recovery of hope. Hope, because though nations might war against nations, though the world might become more secular, more split, more divisive, it would always be true that Christ is king within us. And it's always going to be true that history, no matter what happens, is going to culminate in all tongues confessing that Jesus is Lord. Christ is King. This is a statement of hope for you. Because if Christ is King, there's no greater power that can claim your life. If Christ is King, then you're not subject to sin, to death, to the devil. You're subject to the giver of life and to the giver of all good gifts. But if Christ is king, then he has a claim over your life. Then he has a claim over how you spend your days. right? Does your public life tell the world that Christ is king? Do you live honestly? Do you live hopefully? Do you live out your vocations, whether in work or in relationships, in such a way that tells the world Christ is presently reigning, that Christ is king If you confess Christ is king and you're awful to your spouse or your children, your mother, your father, you're awful to your neighbors, and everyone sees this, then your life does not align with that confession. Do you act in private like Christ is king? Do you make decisions knowing that Christ has a claim over you, your body, your soul, your whole life? As Christ tells us, everyone who belongs to the truth listens to his voice. And so we listen to him and we place our hope in him. He does have a claim over our whole lives, our bodies, and souls, but he has a claim as the king who has died for us. His kingdom is not from this world, which means he does not rule over us like a king from this world. Christ does not seek to make you a subject, to make you a slave, to make you miserable to limit you. Instead, he is the king who has made you his brother, his sister. And he is the king who wants to give you all good things that he has. And so let Christ rule in your hearts. Let Christ rule your whole life. And witness to the world that hopeful message, that Christ is king. Amen.